0: they talked about it but they didn't do it did they release the butts cut that's right welcome to behind the sins presented by cinema sins
1: welcome to behind the sins your weekly look at all things cinema sins tv sins and commercial sins i'm your host aaron but not that aaron of course and this week i'm
0: joined by cinema sins co-founder chris atkinson hello how's it going
1: doing all right yeah i just i um, like guess we were talking earlier i'm not used to being up this early but like mm. it is also nice to like get this done and out of the way and still mm-hmm. have the rest of my day yep but yeah uh we have a lot to talk about this week so i think we're just gonna dive right into this inside scoop what's he building in there and- Let's kick things off with uh, Monday's TV sins videos. Uh, TV sin video. There's only one. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty six by six. Rick sick Mort. Uh, so this is the episode before they take the hiatus. This script was written by Aaron and Jonathan. Man, Rick and Morty comes out with these really confusing episodes um, that are really fun to watch out of context for me. Since you know, I mentioned like it's one of those shows. I'm, I'm I want I've I've seen the previous seasons up until now typically in real time, but but not this season. So one of these days, like, cause the TV since videos have shown me like, Oh, this looks like really fun stuff. Like the mm. last week's Sins video uh, was the one about where they had, like, it was the fortune cookies that were alien poop. And like that episode looked amazing. And I just, mm-hmm. I wanted to watch that. I-, I feel like that's been the
0: norm this season. So I'll get around to it eventually, but uh, they definitely gotten back to like earlier season stuff. If I mean, it's that, that they, they look, they were trying to do that the last couple of seasons they're trying to get a whole like story going i guess but now they're they're kind of doing the one-off stuff again uh in this one the the the, the jerixic mort <laughs> this, i sometimes i i'm i'm not the hugest fans of nitpicky things ama- uh amazingly enough right <laughs> like, like I, <laughs> I i i i know that uh being a part of this channel that i should be but i think it's just the way you present it a lot of times if you present it in a way i like the nitpicky stuff when it's like this when it's talking about like you know the flag in the classroom <laughs> to, at the beginning yep. of the movie yep. like it's like it just can't possibly fit all of that uh, the rest of the flags geography in this thing that's what's bothering mm-hmm. me in this scene the di- how did the dinosaurs get in the un building uh it shows like they've got this they've got they've got enough room to be in that one room but how did they get in in the first place and then like stuff like this is what i i I love this kind of stuff throughout this scene the one dinosaur has his neck craned down underneath the screen so you can see that dinosaur's head and it says pretty consider to this long neck to hold their head like this when the imaginary camera is on a close-up and then extend their neck completely for wide shots the imaginary cinematographer thanks you (laughs) <laughs> um that was that was a good one um <laughs> this is the, st- the kind of nitpickery we love uh i can see the headline is unappro- unemployment at 100 percent, but someone had to write this article someone had to print it and someone had to distrib- dis- distribute it so how exactly is no one working currently and then uh it appears that rick and M- morty animators are using the repeated faceless crowd models again which, fine, do what you gotta do, but this guy bugs me. She's showing, like, there's this repeated head that's uh-huh. all the way through in this background that they keep using, and <laughs> that's the type of nitpickery that I enjoy.
1: Yeah, I discovered about myself um, this week, as I was watching the videos, primarily between, and I think if maybe the nature of the movies, but the 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 two CinemaSins videos, the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and um, uh, the DC League of Super Pets, is the sins that I don't really care about are things that you would actually maybe traditionally call sins, you know, the goofs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, right. Like that, like that's the stuff like plot holes and stuff like that, that I'm just like, I don't really care. Uh, but the mm-hmm. things that I do like are these stupid things. Like there's not enough room for the top left blue box corner of this flag or right. <laughs> uh, like one of the ones I wrote down was um, uh, the show teases us with, pa- with pandas falling and snake wearing a mini skirt. And doesn't mm-hmm. follow through on either, forcing yeah. us to come through in the clutch. And right. then showing the pictures. Like that to me, that's the like stuff that I really like about the channel. And, the, and there's plenty of stuff. It it seems like the videos are half of, you know, nitpicks and goofs and half of this, you know, silly stupid I mean, depending on the
0: video yeah there's just some nitpicks that you run across when you're running when you're going over scripts and before they're ready to get narrated and everything a lot of times you're like okay guys i mean i understand this is uh, it's a nitpick but it's like there's not enough to it and i think you have to add some embellishment yeah, to it yeah. to make the to point out the nitpick as interesting a lot of times so i love it when we really dive deep instead of just saying hey uh that uh, guy's sleeve is longer in this one shot than the other one you know it's i like when we come up with things to talk about yeah, related yeah. to the nitpick or or at least dive deep into it and may you know make it much more than it is um i, I like it when we do that so anyway
1: i think a great example of that is uh here we have the I I can see that the headline is unemployment's at 100%, but somebody had to write this article, someone had to print it, and someone had to distribute it. And, like, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you could make the argument that certain things still happen. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, you could definitely make the argument. I think Spielberg would still be out there making movies, whether he got paid to or not, you know, and I think there's plenty of people in Hollywood you could say about that. Um, Like, because Hollywood is a passion career um, for Mm -hmm. the most part. But, and you could even say, like, I think you know, sports writers love what they do. And even just like journalists for the most part, love what they do. So in this case with the newspaper, like, are you really telling me that not only does the the writer have interest in writing this, this article, especially about unemployment being at a hundred (laughs) percent or unemployment being at a hundred percent. Right. Like that must be some, I guess, I guess (laughs) that would just be economics. So you tell me an economics writer is really passionate about writing about economics when things are really good. And the editor cares to do that. And the people that run the printing machines like still mm-hmm. care and definitely the delivery boy. Like, right. you know, <laughs> so like that's one yeah. of those where it's like when you think about unemployment being at 100%, but still you have some vendor on a street, it's like, what possible purpose does he have to be on the street? And maybe if this is a year after where people are mm-hmm. bored of sitting at home all day, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: not now. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in, and of course, if we... If, we had, if, if, the, if they had corrected it, quote unquote, to say 97% or whatever, we're like, well, I guess yeah. the 3% are working in the newspaper business or whatever, <laughs> you know, just, you never can win with those type of things. So I enjoy those kind of things when we start delving into a whole world based on some real tiny aspect, real tiny detail. Yeah.
1: Um speak uh, another really good example. One of the things I was curious about there's a there's a sin that would that referenced all the different mummy movies and it mm-hmm. was like, well, are we talking about the Brendan Fraser or the Tom Cruise and actually if you want to do this, we could talk about the you know the the whatever whatever and he gets on and even the Abbott and Costello one. It just seemed to like list any movie that had mummy in the title ever and that um mm-hmm. seemed fun. So it's just like I-, I was wondering look this has to be Jonathan. There's no way yep. Aaron wrote this. Right? So, so I was just wondering mostly, is this, uh, was this something that like Jonathan had like really like been lingering and just waiting for the right opportunity to do something like this? Or was this just like a stroke of genius? Cause that's in, he, um, slated. he
0: says that, uh, he's a huge universal monsters and hammer studios fan. And the mummy films are usually some of his favorite pretty much enjoys anything dealing with Egypt and Egyptian history. So, uh, so he says, he, I guess I've seen a lot of mummy movies. The sin started out simply, but we are we talking about the Boris Karloff or Brendan Fraser mur, mummy? And that just didn't feel like enough. So I started adding more and worked the sin into what it became. I even had more listed, but cut a few because it just got too long. Uh, I even at one point had the fruity, yummy mummy cereal involved, <laughs> which is a monster cereal fit flavor that doesn't get the press that Count Chocula and Frankenberry do. But they bring it out every now and then around Halloween. So, yeah. And then this is the type of sin that I uh, encourage for everybody who writes, uh, you know, don't t- if you want, if you want to make it insane, go for it. And I think there is a link thing hey, that was wise to cut some of the other ones, because after mm-hmm. after so many, you get the point. But w- it needs to go long enough to be truly insane, but short yeah. enough so that you can go on to get to the point. <laughs> so uh, I really enjoyed that sin as well.
1: Well, you know, what's coming next is, I mean, I
0: was actually, I
1: was actually just thinking like a new, a new trending on Twitter, but who knows if Twitter will even still exist by the time this episode launches. Oh, but, that's true. Uh, I was going to say like, there's going to be a, you know, hashtag release the Watkins cut coming out soon because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. people are going to want that, that fruity, yummy mummy sin. Yeah. You know, the, Oh yeah. In there. Oh yeah. I honestly didn't think that sin could get any more crazy or rabbit holy, and that just opened up a world of, <laughs> of new oh, possibilities. Yeah oh yeah um the other one was that that sin that i mentioned earlier about the the you know the the pandas falling of the snake in um oh a yeah. you know, miniskirt um i was curious like i, I had this thought like uh so, so this must have been google search but how how much time did the writer waste like because i gotta think you don't just google you know pandas falling watch one video and that's it like I gotta think that they spent 20 minutes, you know, uh,
0: apparently the answer is it took one Google search and it was found rather quickly. So I do not think it took 20 minutes. I think it probably took more like 30 seconds if that, uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to find the uh, snake in a mini skirt, um, <laughs> whatever that rule is, the rule what 43, 34, whatever it is about porn. I think it's, true about just about anything i don't think it's really <laughs> like just porn i think you can like oh uh, what do you think well, it's, it's a wild a snake in a miniskirt and sure enough there's like 40 pictures of it on google uh, if you want to if you want to go and find it so i i'm beginning to think that with with movies themselves by the way there's so many mm. weird movie hybrid things like you know like werewolves and and uh cheerleaders and and, and, uh, and uh and chainsaws and whatever like uh, i wonder if there was if there's a movie with this thing and this thing yes there is go to you know go to whatever to be prime video somewhere there's there's a, there's a movie of that so yeah yeah
1: i was just i guess aaron just has a lot more self-restraint than me because you know if i had to google pandas falling i'm i'm not just watching one video you know i'm, I'm mm-hmm. I'm going down the YouTube rabbit hole, you know, so Mm -hmm. Uh, that's all I had on this video. Um, Yeah. Is is there anything else? Nope. Nope. Uh, uh, Good video, guys. Good video. Woo. Good job. (laughs) Way to go. That'll take us to Tuesday's video. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, You and Danae writing on this video. Yep. Um, What are your general thoughts? I think you like might have referenced Sonic 2 last time we were recording, but I might have cut it because it would have spoiled a future video uh, um, okay i think you if i recall you said like the first movie's really good and this one's kind of okay i haven't seen either of them is that about right uh
0: this one is not good at all i don't like it at all the first one is fine uh the second one yeah is the second one is this thing that paramount has been doing and we and it's referenced in a sin they have been trying to copy indiana jones a hundred times in their in their uh, studios history, ever since they came out with that movie. But like like uh, they've come out with a bit like the Lost City, which Lost City's getting a lot of publicity today. Uh, the Lost City's one of those. Dora, the Dora movie that came out uh, is is sort of emulating that. They had two Tomb Raider movies with Angelina Jolie that did this, and um, and they're just doing this thing where it's like let's have an artifact of some sort and have an adventure. Puzzle adventure type of thing, and tries to it tries to get that Raiders of the Lost Ark feel and everything. And I've seen a lot of these kind of movies, and I just get kind of really just exhausted of them because I don't understand what the point uh, is of these ancient people or ancient whatever, like saying, "All right, let's uh, hide this thing and and so that nobody will ever use it." But then they like set up a thing so that you can find it i don't like just bury it and just don't tell anybody where it is and then we're all good (laughs) but then it's also like i
1: I think the way that it is with the holy grail in um, uh, the last crusade is great because it's a puzzle you have you're like thinking about this like you're you're trying to you're trying to beat indiana jones to the conclusion but like a lot of these that you're talking about is is more so the the intro scene to the Raiders of the Lost Ark, where it's like, am I do I really think that they're gonna kill the star of Tomb Raider, you know, before mm-hmm. the before the climax of the movie? Like, not a chance. Like, yeah. Uh, so so it it takes out all the suspense, and you know, half the time the action not shot very well anyway, and you don't really have a sense of where you are, the, so it's yeah. just like, so I like it when it's like Last Crusade, where it's like a puzzler, where you gotta like you know think. Where you're trying to think one step ahead of you. your.
0: Well, in, in-, in The Last Crusade, it feels like this is something that I would like, you know, this is something that I would like you to find, but you have to prove yourself worthy of it. Yes. Uh, in order to do that. Oh, in, yeah. in Sonic 2, it immediately trips over this by saying telling a story about this green emerald thing and it says that we the, the owls took this t- took this emerald away from the evil people who were using it so that no one would ever have this kind of power and I'm like, yeah you shouldn't nobody should ever have this kind of power I mean you can do anything you want create armies all this stuff and then and then this owl shows up on a hologram and says sonic, it will be great if you can find this and keep and and uh, and whatever. And like, why do you need him to find it? Because it's already safe where it is. If he doesn't go find it, no one can ever get it. And yeah, there's no, there's nothing in there that says this is something that would be good for your people. This would be something that helps out with a problem. Nothing. It's just. I just want to make sure that you get it so that for what, for what reason do you need it? That's the thing that I just keep thinking. Like if this is something that no one should have because of the great power, then no one should ever have it. You should just keep it hidden somewhere, but because he goes to go find it. Now you're opening up the fact that evil people can get a hold of it. So uh, yeah, I just, it's just completely contradictory the whole time. And, and yeah, this is where like a lot of the humor doesn't land for me uh, in this movie. I, Jim Carrey is, is fun. I would say he's fun in this. The other th- part of this movie is there's a whole other subplot involving James Marsden and his wife's sister getting married to this guy. I think it just completely takes away the momentum of this movie. By the resolution of that story, you're like, why was any of that ever a thing? Like it just... it it was it's like the writers put themselves in sort of a corner and then like well we got to do something with them and and like by the end of it you're like wow i don't even know why anybody would go through all this trouble to do this so anyway i wasn't i wasn't a big fan of this movie
1: it also seems like um again again, not seeing the full movie only seeing the Simpsons, you know in context like uh or out of context i guess Mm -hmm. like it also seems like this movie is fan service done poorly like Yes, it's cool that Supersonic appears, but it almost like seems really like awful the way that Supersonic is introduced, and yeah, you know the the post credit stinger of um, Shadow the Hedgehog. Like, yeah. was, was that was that needed? And like, look, Shadow the Hedgehog was like art, more my generation. Like, I grew up playing the Sega Genesis um, and mm-hmm. NES and PS One, but I was in like fifth or sixth grade when Shadow the Hedge- Hedgehog came out, so I have fond memories of that game. But I I don't think it's looked upon favorably by fans. Like, like if i recall i think a lot of people like think of that one as kind of a dud
0: which it, it takes me back to and i know that this is unpopular uh, opinion to have i don't like i don't really like that last spider-man that no way home that came out where where it's like they introduce all these characters from uh from prior spider-man movies Sp- a lot of spider-man movies that people didn't even like <laughs> and yeah. and say hey here are those characters again and like people are like yeah totally i remember those guys and it's like about half of these you didn't like you didn't like you didn't like the andrew garfield spider-man you didn't like the re bad guy you didn't like any of these like things well, but now well, you're Reese happy isn't
1: ma- the green lizard is barely in no way home Still, you, didn't, you definitely didn't like Electro or Sandman,
0: you know. Yeah, no Electro. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm not stopping with just the re-siphons. I'm just saying that yeah. there's half of them in there you didn't like. You didn't like right. any of this. I, so that's the same thing here. I, and Shadow was a little, I guess, after my time because I did play the Genesis. Mm-hmm. That was my childhood gaming system. Uh, NES. I never got an NES, even though everybody in my everybody in my circle had one. Uh I bought I had a Genesis and and uh, played the Genesis for a while and I played the first Sonic but I didn't play anything after that. Uh I wasn't a really big Sonic fan actually. The first game was was fine to me, but I didn't I wasn't a big fan of it.
1: I was born in 95, which means by the time I was playing games it was like 2000, so like the NES and Sega Genesis like and even Super Nintendo like life cycles had already like ran mm-hmm. and finished. So it was mm-hmm. kind of nice for me, you know, I would pick up a Sega Genesis and I would play Sonic and then, you know, my dad would find like crates of old games at, uh, at garage sales that people like are just trying to essentially clear up space from their house. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we had most of the games on the systems. So, you know, we had Sonic and Sonic two and Sonic and tails and Sonic Spinball. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I played a good number of the, the Genesis games. Um, yeah the most infuriating thing about this to me was why are they going to show the Sega logo and not play the iconic boot up song at the end of it? It seems yeah. so stupid. Like, yeah, everybody loves it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but uh, the, the Sims video points out like Sega does doesn't have like too many IP. So why are they trying to like Marvel studios, that logo? Like, yeah, as if this it's this was... great big empire.
0: Yeah. This was, this was something that I was, and of course, you know, uh, I'm, triggered by logos but um i uh, i sit there and i'm going man these are a lot of games but you've come out with what sonic and what else is in the sega group that has uh, come out and like you're showing all these games golden axe and space harrier and mm-hmm. things like that and i'm like N- none of these are movies i mean so yeah i mean it's a good advertisement for the fact that you have a big game library but nothing related to movies exactly and so yeah that was a that was a thing i was trying to actually see the the logo gets way too small to see all the screens i was trying to see every game that they had uh, in that logo and try to make some sort of reference to each one of them but after a while it just gets too small but yeah this, well, is like, this is not marvel
1: well i'm even looking up like a list right now and it's like they they don't have anything anywhere near as popular as sonic was um mm-hmm. they have they have some decent stuff in their catalog but nothing that is you know stood the test of time like sonic
0: yeah the the closest i think maybe fantasy star and and Fantasy star would might be a decent uh adaptation someday but but yeah, they don't have they don't have nearly the the kind, especially not the kind of library you can make a good movie out of or an, or an IP that people recognize as, you know that you would buy a ticket for like if they made a Golden Axe movie, nobody right. is going to go watch that. So right,
1: there's somebody that's just like triggered by, you know, they're like, how are they forgetting? Yeah, <laughs> Mario yeah. Lemieux hockey, you know? Right, 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 <laughs> exactly. Anyway, missed missed opportunity for the the second boodoo sound, uh, and that's how Sonic killed the TMNT. That I really like that one. Just like a grenade <laughs> goes into so the sewer, and you know, in a world where Sonic exists, why not the TMNT also? So yeah, absolutely. Um, covering up your profanities with profungities. Uh, <laughs> I was convinced that, was... that Aaron was on this video, even though I didn't. <laughs> even though like I knew he wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was one where I wrote something, Danae wrote something, and we combined it because we both had mushroom slash fungi puns going on so so yeah it was all combined into one big thing yeah um
1: the only other thing i have written down here was the uh um <laughs> the, the it's the jim carrey's i can't even remember what he's doing but he's like singing in auto-tune and it's the jim carrey and he's got his like keyboard or whatever it's after he gets his hands on the emerald One the sin is um if there was ever a scene i wanted martin scorsese and others to do a video reaction for it would
0: be this one. And- yeah, there there are times when you watch these movies where it's like, do really good filmmakers ever watch these movies? Do they ever see scenes from it? I think it would be hilarious. I mean, like, it would be a great TV show or something to show great filmmakers watching scenes from really dumb movies like this and 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 sort of giving their opinions on it. Uh, and and Scorsese is easy to, to come up with because everybody knows what he thinks about stuff like with the marvel universe and everything like that but i see a scene like that and i'm like What, this? what does martin scorsese think when he sees something like this is like my god this is what we built up we've built to this uh we're in 2022 and th- this is the type of stuff people are watching in in movie theaters these days man
1: that sounds like a really fun like s- vanity fair series like that they're not doing you know Hmm. oh yeah jack nicholson reacts to heavyweights you know like that mm-hmm. a plus, best video of youtube of all time uh, yeah uh some of the stuff you had in the video because i'm I'm tapped out
0: there's a a point where um jim carrey says for whom am i narrating this and so you know i always take these opportunities because i think they're preemptive sins basically they're like we realize it's ridiculous now we're going to say it is so that you mm-hmm. won't think anything of it and so i said movie tries to preemptively sin itself to avoid the devastating cat- catastrophe of being sinned by us you know here's two sins for trying to steal from the sin elves who nitpick the minds of minutia in the search for the dings of power thank you thank you very much uh i uh, i wrote that and i put a lot of my heart and soul into that the risky business spoof, um, mm-hmm. you know, just like not even going to send this basically. And and we put the angry face emoji uh, on there instead. No, just no count. We just put an angry face emoji up on near the sin count. Uh, that was fun to do. Already talked about how the master Emerald shouldn't even be found. Uh, I also just, I hate all these different, I hate these quests. I hate how they're set up a lot of times. So it's like, if I've gone to out of my fucking way, Siberia with a map as the symbols, I need to open a statue that gives me a compass that leads to the emerald. Why not just put the fucking emerald here? And goddamn these fucking movie quests, man. Like, honestly, did you think someone would accident- accidentally find this cave in the mountains of cold as a snowman's taint, Russia, and spin the slots until they get the correct combination? How are you preventing the acquisition of this emerald by simply giving some dickhead a compass to go some other just to the left of my anus part of the world? Put the next part of the quest here, instead of making me fucking travel again, goddamn it! Uh, cover your kids' ears during that one, folks. Um, that was, I'll give you the warning after I say it. Um, Danae wrote a, a, a bunch of stuff about how the rings work. Like, how does how does the ring know that Sonic didn't want it to be used in one instance? What if it had accidentally been thinking about a place and flicked it to Tom, who was already in a portal? Would a portal in a portal create a cataclysmic event, or is there a shutdown sequence? How does the portal know when to close at the right time? These are, these are fun things that I like to ponder as well, but Danae hammered that one out of the park. Uh there's a point where Tom is holding his phone in all these different spots and everything, but he's still perfectly framed in his uh in the in his call to Sonic. Mm-hmm. Danae picked on that. That was good. Uh uh yeah, there's a whole point where <laughs> they had they uh they use a weapon from Tails backpack even though they don't know who Tails is and they don't even know that it was his ba- his backpack. And they have no idea what they're doing. uh Danae picked on the terrible plan there that was really good and um yeah there's a there's a point where they get to the to the big huge maze labyrinth thing at the end and you find out that they could have just flown over it and found the spot <laughs> that they needed because Robotnik has those drones right um, well, and
1: the, and then they come out of they smash through the brick wall and there's a staircase leading to the brick
0: wall and it's like that one I was like sitting there going okay. Like they could only get to this point by smashing the wall down. Yeah. I was like, why is there a staircase leading up to a, just a wall? I don't, mm-hmm. I never understood this. I was, I was there, like, there should be a door or no stairs. Right. I was like, I was, I, I, that was one of those things. That's one of those things in movies. Like we never notice when we watch the first time, like, oh, then it's totally understandable that there's a stair, staircase there. It works for the movie. And then you just later on, you're like, why is the staircase there? like mm-hmm. why did they build it that way um yeah that was a lot of fun and dene wrote uh, another one here that i like probably the most depressing part of the movie is that everyone asked knuckles to believe he can have fun and build friendships but then everyone abandoned abandons him on the field like total assholes yeah that's on the baseball field at the end uh so yeah yeah, yeah this movie is <sighs> not good
1: mm. that's a shame i'll take us to wednesday's video invincible this is ian and daniel writing on this one we'll start off with your your history with the show um is this one that you've checked out caught up with anything
0: i i've never seen it i think i started the first episode once late at night and i was tired and i was like okay this is not something i can get into right now and so i haven't watched it at all so watching this video was like <laughs> you know just jumping into the eighth episode of the series and not knowing who all the characters are and everything and uh, what what any anybody's deal is but that's why it was so funny to me that first sin uh mm-hmm. on the previously on thing and going through all these characters, I don't know, and I was just laughing throughout the whole thing because I was like, "Yeah, all of those things just made it was just funny to me." I didn't, I don't know what how to explain it. I don't know these characters, yeah, uh, but everything seemed to be perfect uh, for that sin So, yeah,
1: um, I've seen this show. Uh, the first season, the second season still hasn't come out yet. I don't know if it has a planned date, but um, I, I don't like it as much as everybody else that does. I like it fine but not enough that I I don't think I'm going to go back for season two or three or whatever, just because like, it's not different enough from, you know, the boys or any of the other, Mm -hmm. like the suicide squad or any of the other, like darker superhero. What if superheroes were, were, were bad guys kind of thing, Mm -hmm. right? It hasn't reached that next level. And I know a lot of people are like, this show is doing some really next level stuff. And I'm like, because it's animated, I guess like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, I don't, I don't quite get the love for the show, but I, I like it. Um, so, uh, I've seen them all, but I don't know what I'm returning. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, one of the weird things about this, they're, they're talking in the beginning and they're showing that he's explaining the origin of Omni man's home planet and how they can, and it's very similar to Thanos in infinity war Mm -hmm. food, starvation, all that. So we, so we had to kill a bunch of people, you know, to make sure that we could survive and, and all that. And so, and so, and then the, they're like well how do they determine who dies like it's not like like thanos is at least just a 50 50 sorry you know you could be the president or like a you know an astrophysicist like it doesn't matter like it's, yeah. it's just an even 50 50 not no no bias but like this one is like how do you determine you know the only thing you're determining right now is by physical prowess and that's not always the best way and then the 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 next thing is uh like like they're they're going to achieve world domination and he's like you should do that with robots right like the self-replicating ones that would expand exponentially that would sure do the trick of course that's going to be a lot harder now that you've killed all the nerds isn't it
0: yeah uh, yeah <laughs>
1: yeah Um but the, but the other thing that doesn't make sense about that scene is just like they, they, they talk about how it's like a free-for-all on this planet and we see like every person comes into frame kills somebody and then somebody else comes out of frame and kills them and like it's just this like Everybody seems to progressively die. And then they just apparently decide everybody to cease fire. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. all right. Half the people it does. was there, was there like a big, like countdown on a billboard in the center of town that was like, kill people until this countdown reaches zero. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, uh, how do they know when to stop? Like, it doesn't seem like something that you would stop. So, mm-hmm. Yeah so the sin was uh wouldn't it just keep going until there's one highlander left yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> makes sense to me
0: i on yours i don't know if you mentioned that skippable thing that was really fun uh when they drew it they had that big art, art like cutaway to mm-hmm. just like a very colorful skippable uh thing um based on the uh, opinions by tv sins guy Yes, yes. Yeah, I mentioned the previously on thing. I, it was like, there was one where it was like, ooh, Eve's here or whatever in the middle of that. I was like, I don't know who Eve is, but that's hilarious. Uh, it says, uh, we have created a perfect civilization. And it says, I'd say the compulsory uh, white leotards tell a different story. The perfect civilization would have more than one fashion designer. Uh, wouldn't advanced species know that physical prowess is just one facet when measuring the overall strength of a society what about the architects who dream the buildings into existence the philosophers who ponder the meaning of life through their tales or the scientists who holy shit did you see that guy get cut in half that was awesome <laughs> and, and it's funny all the way through this there's all this blurred out bloody footage going on mm-hmm. and everything and it's almost like poetic in a way the way the, the way all the blurs are showing up on the screen and everything i'm sure the bloody version i've actually not seen the un, you know unedited version of this so the puppies that show up later yep. too i'm like yep. i have no idea what's going on i imagine it's like gr- grisly violent death going on on that in that screen so, scene
1: yeah, so in that train scene, um, the Omni Man is trying to show the fragility of humans to Mark. So he holds him in front of a train and uses Mark's face to kill every person on the train. Oh, okay. By merely standing in the way and then shoving his face into. The- so, yeah. Uh, but the puppies was a nice touch, especially because mm. like yeah, you would have had to blur the entire thing, and even then, like, like it, sometimes you like you see the blur, but like you could still tell. It's just like y- you would have just had to completely blur the, blur the screen and put it so mm-hmm. much you probably couldn't see anything anyway. So the puppies was a fun touch.
0: Yeah. There was one too that I thought was funny because I had completely forgotten that the, uh, that there was an audience award that allowed (laughs) army of the dead to get an Oscar. Um, so like that whole thing where it's like, you know, using your show to invent insane conspiracy theories is all fun and games until someone attempts to cure themselves with magic rocks, invest their life savings in a psychic stockbroker or awards an Oscar to army of the dead. And I had completely forgotten about that award, that audience award that went to that movie. Uh, and it struck me super funny because I had completely forgotten out of, uh, forgotten it. So uh, I enjoyed that.
1: The other thing I had was uh believing that the only thing that makes baseball unwatchable is the altitude. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I'm also not not a fan, you know, but either way, that's that's a that's a great sin.
0: I am and uh, you know, like uh there are a lot of times where uh our writers will uh actually say something that contradicts like if you're somebody who hates cinema sins or whatever, like, oh they're always going after things that I like or whatever, is like writers are always going after things I like too. Um, we're, I'm not immune. And, um, and so, and, but there are a couple of times where I've tried to curtail that because we had, we, even though, yes, Jeremy loves cats. So the, the narrator also loves cats. Uh, but like sometimes the sin will be cats. And I'm like, I try to get people to like, okay, look, I understand cats is a sin for sure. (laughs) but like the narrator seems to like cats. Like he's made, there's been points where he's made like to, to uh, point out cats and like, and praise cats and things like that. So now you're sending cats, but you know, with so many different writers, different perspectives, you're going to, you're going to get that kind of contradiction every once in a while, but you're also going to get things. You're going to say things that you don't believe when you're a narrator a lot of times. So, well, and now Jeremy's
1: uh, live stream of stray is now Canon. So yeah, because that's yeah. now on the the since podcast network channel. So at least the mm-hmm. highlights of it. So,
0: yeah. Um, uh, Ian didn't, uh, didn't have time to give me much, but Daniel said, uh, I think I wrote on nearly all the episodes for season one of the series. So it was nice to be on the finale and sort of complete that trip. Notably for this series, we've been playing around with sins that incorporated the show's own title card gag. In this episode, we had an butt sin, which is a fun, quick one. But there was an alternate idea to create a title card that would pop up and have a bunch of hand-drawn butts on it. Uh, So for (laughs) better or worse, that almost happened. See, now, we almost did that. But that doesn't mean that was in the video, right? We almost did that. So people are like, hey, they had more jokes there and it with and that and that video's funnier. And the person who doesn't like the video is like, yeah, they talked about it. but They didn't do it, did they? Release the butts cut. That's right. I'll take us to Thursday's video. DC League of Super Pets.
1: Oh, this is um, Jonathan and Ian, by the way. Mm-hmm. I was so intrigued by the premise of this movie. And then it just seemed like the more they started, like, releasing cast, I was just like, oh, I'm not going to like this, am I? Because, like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh crypto and bat dog and and all these and like i you know i grew up with the crypto cartoon um you know it was a little bit more to my timeline um and, and like i didn't have cable so that was on and i'm look i'm not trying to say the show was good i'm just saying like i like crypto um <laughs> at least in <laughs> yeah. theory right but then it was like oh it's the rock and mm-hmm. kevin hart's gonna be in it it's like great i don't i don't like them together uh, yeah, very much. Or I think they're fine together, but they should be in small roles, kind of like um, like how they have like a scene in Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. Like mm-hmm. they shouldn't have whole movies together, right? Because uh, it gets annoying pretty quick. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it for that reason, and it, mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody like likes this movie. So
0: no, and it also has a lot in common with The Secret Life of Pets, like a lot in common, and that movie all the way down to a lot of the down to the Kevin Hart voicing uh, as well, but. But I watched this because I reviewed the script, and I just I was I as I was sitting there going, "This is Secret Life of Pets all over again." It's just superhero pets this time. Uh, it's got almost all the same things that in those movies and mm-hmm. um it's hard it's going to be hard to distinguish between all three of those movies and any other pet movie that may have come out one well, uh, secret Life the you know, pets just took toy Story's plot and yeah did it with pets instead of toys it really did so yeah i wasn't a big fan of these and and i, wa- I didn't get really much into the story and i like i i like some of the the voices in here but uh but I, it just wasn't i it didn't uh it didn't capture me
1: true Krypton's destruction is quickly becoming the Batman's parents get shot in a Batman movie cliche yes, of Superman yes. films, and I am not happy about. it
0: I loved it that I watched this movie and was thinking that exact thing, and then I got mm. to the script and they were talking about that, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, exactly. That we this is exactly that because we have now seen this four times. I think. I think we've seen it well, at least four. Is
1: it in the? Uh, it's in Superman." It, but not it, it's in the original superman movies but not like in really any depth
0: believe it's like, in superman 2 i think they go in depth about well maybe it is you know it's in the first well
1: they, they cast away zod to the mirror dimension or whatever it is uh, mm-hmm. the mirror, they they cast away zod and his crew in the beginning of superman 1 but he's not the villain until superman 2
0: they do that whole send the baby off thing that was yeah yeah that's true yeah so we've done it in the superman we did it in i'm not sure if superman it, it, returns i'm not sure well, i don't think so because that's supposed to be a sequel to superman like one yeah War. that's right and man of steel they definitely do it that's yeah like and that one's like
1: 25 30 minutes like it's a good yeah. chunk of the runtime and it's awesome right. it's by far the best part of that movie
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: you throw in some animated animated movies in there like mm-hmm. it's not needed in this movie is it like <laughs> yeah uh I can't believe anyone is dumb enough to rob a fuck a bank in fucking Metropolis if Superman has been around and fighting crime for any longer
0: than a month. Like <laughs> <laughs> yep. And this is a this has always been the problem with me for me on a lot of superhero movies, especially a Superman one, but well, Batman um, fine.
1: He's he's a person. He doesn't have, you know, the big the biggest powers and frankly, like there's bigger crimes to stop than bank robbing, but like bank bank robbing, but like it takes Superman like half a second to stop Mm -hmm. a bank robbery yeah and like he can fly and he has super speed and he has invincibility like there's nothing you can do to stop him from breaking up your robbery
0: yeah and the same you know and you know like the the original incredible sort of went over that too so
1: with bomb voyage my favorite villain name ever
0: yes yes
1: yeah especially in a superman movie and not only that but you have superman's super dog that has mm-hmm. the same powers as Superman. So you got two Superman around and you're still robbing banks. Yeah. 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 They deserve to go to jail. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Is that some of the stuff you had from the video? Keith, David plays a father and steals a movie. He's only in for a couple of minutes for, with a, just with just a few lines cliche. That's uh, a, a note reference as well. Um, uh, that, uh, cause Keith, David's in that movie for a very brief amount of time. Uh, we haven't seen Nope yet, but I think it's funny that in two movies Keith David shows up for just a couple of minutes and then is uh, is gone. And Keith David's just awesome. He should just be in like the whole movie a lot of times. But uh, yeah. anyway, uh, but do you know what they say about dog movies? They hate every fucking fiber of your being and will do anything they can to destroy your soul. I might be paraphrasing, but that was pretty much the Marley and Me tagline. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's like dog movies are always uh about out to kill the dog for some reason and uh, yeah so well that's why I liked in the
1: in the video dog we talked about it last week where it's like if this dog dies I'm sitting its serial number it's getting like seventy nine <laughs> million <sins>. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> that should just uh, be then, a
1: staple a placeholder,
0: yeah yeah. And then it says, uh, the line is, they're going to need a longer montage, and it says, I'll, and I'll be back with a bigger sin counter if this movie doesn't make my day and stop with the gratuitous pop culture references, because frankly, mm-hmm. my pretty, I just don't give a damn about you or your little dog too, and then just tax on Rosebud at the end of that mm-hmm. sin. Uh, which is, uh, is, a a thing that I, I love, uh, when we do those kind of things, <laughs> just like, yeah. you know, like no longer trying to fit it in sentences anymore. You're just doing the reference and that's it. Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, I love that type of stuff. Um, so yeah, those are the ones that I found on this one. All
1: right. Uh, SNL cast member wants to be Wonder Woman cliche. That was mm-hmm. yep. great. Yep. So Clark's about to get, I think they're about to get engaged um, with Lois and they're in the park and they're like, well, maybe crypto would be happier if he had a new friend too. And then the narrator goes off like, or you could teach him the value of enjoying his own company and finding comfort in, and it was going to be like this really nice, like mental health thing about being okay with not having another person. And it's like, oh fuck it. Just bring in Kevin Hart already. Yeah, Obviously (laughs) that's where the movie's going.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) That was frustrating to even watch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and the other one i wrote was uh lulu was able to build this in a cage with a box <laughs> of scraps and uh, some <laughs> uh davis dunkelberger uh dm'd the bts twitter and uh asked who wrote it and um, what triggered your brain to do that i know this is a iron man reference from jeff bridges but yes uh yeah let's hear from the writer
0: yeah ian said that uh, he wrote this one and he says i just love that line delivery from bridges and iron man and it fit the moment perfectly she built a tractor beam that can reach into space literally from her cage with scraps yeah so that's where his mindset was in that on that and yeah bridges line in iron man is is epic you know you mm-hmm. built that in a cave with scraps you know it's uh it is uh it is an all timer for sure. For sure, so, yeah. Uh,
1: the other one, other thing I wanted to ask was: um, there's there's meows in the narrator when uh, when he's reading. That's just mean, like really fucking mean and stereotypical. Because the it's there's a line that the, I think the pig says something about like wait for a middle aged woman to adopt you, and uh, it it's awful. It's it, and so it's just it's mean and stereotypical. I'm not alone, and the whole time there's like cats like in the background, and I was just like. Mm-hmm. I have this image in my head of like Jeremy taking a microphone and setting it on the floor and then like, you know, putting some catnip on it and like getting a toy to like get the cats to try to me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. like, I really want that to be true. And so I'm going to keep that image in my head. And so are the uh-huh. listeners now, but, right, uh, <laughs> but I got to ask, is it real?
0: I, I, I am afraid that your. uh, Uh, depiction of it is way more epic than what happened they uh (laughs) uh, found some meows off of youtube and just put the sounds there so so no uh jeremy did not go through all that trouble it would have been amazing yes but uh you know it's kind of hard to just put a recorder down of some sort in front of cats and then get them to meow unless they're already doing it i guess Mm -hmm. um yeah so, and also um, trust that
1: they don't just like you know destroy your microphone or cables. Yeah,
0: true, very true. So, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. You can forget that I said this and that uh, Jeremy actually did that. Why don't you do I that? Can. Just forget I, that I said this. Okay,
1: I can pull audio of you saying like yes from some other place in the episode <laughs> and insert it here.
0: That would be amazing. <laughs> like just you can listen back on this episode and Chris just says yes, and it's like. <laughs> and but you hear a weird audio cut and you're like i wonder what he said after that and <laughs> doesn't really matter
1: <laughs> yeah as always my imagination is better than reality which is why i try to stop predicting what happens in movies mm-hmm. yep that will take us to friday cinema video we have uh oscar meyer carving board turkey jonathan writing on this one i really liked the there's <laughs> five second rule for a giant turkey blessed breast please you've got at least 10 minutes and probably another 10 if the floor has been mopped in the last month Mm -hmm. and the only people who would let a turkey sit on the floor for more than 10 minutes are dead or comatose your kitchen would be featured in the opening seconds of a crime footage on a netflix crime documentary and then there's this following like opening narration i mean that sin is half the video but it it, it's one of it keeps going and keeps going because like I'm already not like the biggest stick stickler for food cleanliness. I think, you know, like, like do whatever you can to make, you know, your as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. If you spend that long cooking a Turkey for me and it drops on the floor, a, a clean floor. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. I'd still and, eat that Turkey.
0: Absolutely. Um. Yeah. This was one, this is an interesting one. Uh, commercial sins can be an interesting thing at times because most of the time I'll get a script. And if it's from one of the main writers or whatever, I usually don't have to edit or anything. And this one, I didn't really have to edit, but when he, when Jonathan wrote 10 minute rule, he went on a, uh, he went on this thing about like, I bet you want to come to my house f- uh, for Thanksgiving because you know, and, like only five people got sick li- last time or whatever. And I thought that was funny, but I also wanted I was also sitting there going 10 minutes what would have to happen for you to have 10 minutes of uh you know of a turkey being on the floor and i said i'm gonna rewrite this a little bit just because i want to riff on this just a tad bit and uh tad bit turned into a paragraph that's one that i put my own thing into uh on on there and it was just uh I was just like, what would what have to happen for you to leave a turkey on the floor for 10 minutes? My mind went back to, and some people who are like big Netflix crime documentary people will know what I'm talking about. There was a, I think it was a four episode crime documentary that came out probably two, or three years ago where they had footage of this kitchen and there were just like stuff that was just arranged on the counters and it was really weird like this was a murder scene that there was there's this stuff arranged on the counters and everything like what what led to that you know like how did they that what were they in the middle of doing when when this uh stuff happened and everything so that's where my mind went was that documentary was like all the stuff that was just kind of like hanging out on the counter and everything. And I was just thinking about what a murder scene would look like if you came and you saw all these dead bodies and everything, and then you go into the kitchen and there's just a turkey lying on the floor. How would you make (laughs) sense of that? And so, so yeah, that was my addition to that. Uh, I just thought that was, I thought that was, I, when he put ten minute rule, I was like, "Yeah, we gotta definitely do something with that." So anyway, that was the that was the impetus behind that. This the it starts off pretty bleak
1: here. The the video here's the problem, that if you keep picking up that knife when your spouse is annoying you, but never actually stab them, they will never yeah. take the threat seriously. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, whenever I see a turkey slide across the table, I have to sing moves like Jagger. And you would think that that's a sighting that would rarely apply in one's life, but you would be wrong. <laughs>
0: believe it or not, even though that song was huge, I had not heard it very much. Like I had somehow completely escaped it. I knew what the song was, but I think I had only heard it like two or three times in my lifetime before this. And I'm like, oh, so you want me to sing moves like Jagger, huh? And so I went to to, uh, the Maroon 5 video and started listening to it and trying to emulated as close as i could uh and i gave them probably three or four takes and i was sitting there talking to them talking to the editors during the thing i was like i don't know this song very well i'm gonna try my best i'm gonna give you three takes i was like and i was sitting there going man i wish i could just like auto-tune my voice like just do it just auto-tune it and i was like ooh, maybe you guys can auto-tune it i don't know maybe you can do that i'm not sure whatever and then (laughs) moved on (laughs) so yeah that was a lot of fun to to do I wish there
1: was things that I could completely avoid from cop- pop culture that you s- did with this song.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I know. I mean, I that was the thing. I remember this song being huge, and somehow I completely missed it. I don't know how that happened. Usually, I'm pretty good about like because I, I have I, I listen to a bunch of stuff, so usually mm-hmm. I'm gonna hear these big hit songs, but I just missed that one. So well, they had a Super Bowl performance
1: not recently, right? Like they've done it. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. They they had to have at the very least make an appearance, um, mm-hmm. you know, as a guest act or something. Yeah, maybe maybe the Katy Perry year. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Left Shark is the only thing that matters from the Katy Perry year. So that's very true. Um, I'll take us to Saturday's video. Uh, Prometheus resending resetting this one. Uh, one of those that like I saw on the schedule. I was like, that's kind of an odd pick. But then I, two seconds of thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, Prometheus School running away from things. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid.
0: which is funny I, and i i don't know how successful i've been at telling the writing team all of this and and telling others but i am pretty sure the prometheus school of running away th- from things is uh not a sin that is in the original prometheus video um it is an avatar i believe is the first time we used that um and uh and i remember too using that uh when when that sin was written for avatar people on the comments saying um saying that what was it they're saying something about well avatar came out before prometheus or something like that or 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 something like that and it's like this was really early into our our you know so it was like you know so it was like yeah they did but uh can you just not well, maybe maybe you tough. can
1: make the argument that av- they're both futuristic movies so maybe avatar takes place later than prometheus yeah yeah uh, or something line-wise. it, it was
0: know. it was something about the timeline uh, on there they were they were saying and i was, and i i i had forgotten i had to go and do some research into some old emails and everything and find out find that find that first use and uh, i was pretty sure it's an avatar but that's what's funny about this is like we think it we kind of that sense feels like it should be in Prometheus. But if you think about the logic of it, it doesn't make sense that unless I don't know, the logic of it doesn't make sense. We wouldn't say the Prometheus school of running away from things unless we were, I don't know, unless, unless it was another movie that they were doing this Prometheus thing in. But um anyway
1: uh i've always thought of this from titanic because there's a moment where one of the main pillars comes down and everybody's running in a straight line i'm like just run to the left like Mm -hmm. let's see uh ian and daniel writing on the script by the way Mm -hmm. and let's get the cat out of the bag right up front um you narrating on this one yep so i think it's because if i had to take a guess the prometheus video was one of the first to come out on the channel and you and jeremy were splitting narration
0: duties at the start is that correct There was a time that we thought that we would go back and forth, but we had done enough with Jeremy all in a row at that point that when my voice came up, people were like, ah, I don't like the new voice and Mm. I don't like this and that and whatever. And after I cried about it for a week, I, uh, (laughs) like, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's fine. We'll, you know, we, we don't have to go back and forth, uh, on this. Jeremy is now, the problem with people not getting acquainted with my voice and I could have, we could have just said, screw you guys. And then like just did back and forth and people would have gotten used to my voice after a while. Yeah. And it would have been fine. I think, I I think it would have been fine. But in the early stages of our channel, when you don't know exactly what people are going to tune out on, you kind of like, well, we should probably just keep it consistent. So the, (laughs) the issue then now becomes that jeremy poor jeremy has to narrate everything on Mm -hmm. this and he never gets a break and occasionally even when he had stuff that actually affected his voice he was having to do (laughs) narration and uh we had that video a long time ago with a resident evil where we had matthew santoro on it it's santoro came in with his stuff and we couldn't the our production schedule was so tight back in the day he came back with some stuff and some stuff that needed to get re re re-narrated so jeremy had to do some of the sins that that he that we were going to get pickups for because we didn't have enough time so he's a lot of those sins he's like you know this is like his voice is just very like low and, and and hoarse and And all that, and people are probably wondering why does Jeremy show up for like 10 sins in this thing and then it goes back to Matthews and Doro. Anyway, yes, not having us go back and forth means that he has to do all of it. And uh, but anyway, Prometheus, I, I did it, and then um when we came up with the the videos that we were going to resend, uh it's it was kind of amazing. Uh I don't think anybody knew that we were gonna do Prometheus. But there were people who were commenting, I think on Twitter saying it would be cool if you guys did a Prometheus recent and had Chris do the narration. And we were kind of bandying it back and forth because this is supposed to be, if we did it today, if we did it today, Jeremy would totally do it because he's always done it. But we decided it'd be fun as a sort of a fan callback thing, especially the old school fans that I did the narration on this again. So. I remember doing the first one for some reason. I didn't have the concept that Jeremy was taking audio and like cutting, uh, like, you know, like he'd say a sin and there'd be a pause and you break it and they edit. And then you do the next one. I was actually reading it off the list into a recorder, like without any without stopping so i was like doing like a bunch of sins all in a row without even stopping and jeremy was actually recording me he's like whoa 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 just stop for a second like like you're doing it too fast you're gonna have to like give me some pauses so that i can actually put this in the video and i was like oh yeah there you go that's right so uh anyway yeah so we decided it would be fun for me to do this one uh so that's how it ended up coming down
1: well at least for me as as a fan um I didn't notice it until like three or four sins deep. And I was like, hold mm-hmm. on, but it's because I'm used to hearing your voice and commercial sins. And because I watch right. these in release order, like I watched commercial sins right before
0: then. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I guess that's a good thing. Like how much it's grown.
0: This is what's great about having this channel for 10 years now, though. I don't care if people don't like this voice this time, like <laughs> 10 years ago, I cared and it was like, Oh man, that sucks. Nobody likes me or whatever. And then you just move on. Now it's like, it's like, Oh, you don't like me. Well, too bad. That's our video. Enjoy it or yeah. not. You know, and, and we'll, I'll go about my life. No problem.
1: I was just thinking about this yesterday. Cause I did the Cardinal sin of, um, I, I w- I went to share last week's episode and I grabbed an iTunes link. And while I was on iTunes, Looked at the most recent reviews, and there was one that was just like, "This really sucks now." Like after season three, and like, mm-hmm. uh, and that was like, it just hurt me, you know. But mm-hmm. but I'm like, in a year from now, like like how many people are gonna be like, "Man, I really wish Aaron was doing BTS still," you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that was yeah. my thought. Is is it's gonna there's gonna be a day where you're gonna be like, "Man, I miss Aaron." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not today, though. Apparently, so not today. Uh, <laughs> not today. Mm-hmm don't uh don't cry because it's over laugh because it happened <laughs> i like prometheus um mm-hmm. it's got its problems but i overall like the movie i really like alien covenant and i'm mm-hmm. sad that we don't that we didn't get more um sequels there i'm really excited uh the next alien project is uh noah Hawley is doing a tv series oh, oh that will be cool for fx that's yeah i'm really excited for that uh because mm-hmm. fargo is so good yeah uh and i hear really good things about legion especially like in its later seasons but i never saw it i I never saw alien 3 or resurrection uh or avp but i did see avp requiem um
0: and i don't plan on changing Mm. any of that so um i think i saw alien 3 first and then i saw aliens and then i saw alien that's how i saw the first three movies so, that's a really so terrible I, way to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible way to do it. Uh, but it somehow did it that way, and then now I've seen them all in a row. Uh, you know when they came out, but but yeah, that was that was a weird thing. Uh, and Alien Three was—it's weird to think David Fincher did that, but of course that's the reason why Fincher nearly quit movies <laughs> for a while uh, because he did that movie he had such a horrible experience with the with uh, the studio on that. But then he 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 had you know renewed vigor when he did seven mm-hmm. and uh, was allowed to kind of do more what he wanted to do. It was a miracle that he made Fight club with Fox after the uh, alien three debacle. So sure,
1: I just wanted to be on record saying I really like this movie.
0: Mhm, okay, I don't.
1: I understand why people don't, especially like watching the sins video. this is again, this is one of those examples where like half the sins are this is stupid. And the movie's not going to give me any questions and whatnot, but I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm so interested mm-hmm. in what's going on here. And yeah, again, because I really like covenant, like a lot of what's going on here, some of it doesn't pay off. And, but some of it is like built upon. Yeah. I just, I wish really would have gotten another couple um, yeah. to, to do, but I mean, I guess there's still a chance, but I really doubt it, especially if they're doing this TV series. Like it does have stupid moments. There's a lot of things that are stupid about the movie, um, especially all the freaking scientists taking their helmet off. Yeah. Which then I was treated with a really great galaxy quest outtake. Yeah. Um, is there <laughs> yep. air? You don't know. Yeah. Love it. Every time. That was one of the, one of the ones I had. Um, I have this, this theory that I really hope to be true. Um, there's just, the sins just stop showing me vomit. And since I know Ian's on this, I like to think that you guys just assign Ian everything that has visible
0: vomit in it. Um <laughs> Uh, um yeah i wish that were the case but uh no and in fact there is another there's another one coming out that has vomit in it that ian had no part in uh that's coming out soon so uh no it's i uh, you know when these movies come up it's like we're gonna do that movie and i never ever um uh i never (laughs) yeah it would be nice if i could keep all the vomiting scenes in my head I mean, like I'm gonna assign that to Ian. That would be amazing. <laughs> so,
1: well, just make sure to give him Triangle of Sadness.
0: Triangle yeah. Sadness. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, What's some of the stuff you had? They're not back to back, but I like the fact that there's two discount. There's a Sean Harris discount, mm-hmm. Sean Harris, and a discount Guy Pierce. And then you find out that they, oh, it really is them. The, Holy shit, that's really them. That I like that. That they're those are like almost back to back. Those are fun for me. It's like, oh, okay, that's Sean Harris, but that can't be Guy Pierce, you know. And then you do it again. You do it right. again. I like the double take there. You talked about the helmets already. Um, yep. uh, then it says. Um, These two as well. This isn't a scientific survey team. This is a fucking away mission led by Captain Kirk and the cast of Sesame Street. It was fun to read this one. He says, David seems to be able to interact with whatever this green stuff is and this holographic version of Earth, which suggests that the holographic recording started this shit up and is able to affect its environment. Fucking how and fucking why? Does that mean that if the recording went long enough, it would it could accidentally launch the ship? Fucking how I say and fucking why? I enjoyed that. And then the, the Prometheus running away from things on this one, uh, was really well done. Uh, welcome, one and all, to the 10-year anniversary of the opening of the Prometheus School of Running Away from Things. Mm-hmm. As you can see, the festivities have already begun with a rather stunning aerial display, and it won't be long until the main event that you've all been waiting for. Here we go. My goodness, such athleticism, such poise, such utter and complete obliviousness to the lateral alternatives available. You have to admire the absolute commitment to the idiocy that can only be found in this sci- this fine institution. And I don't remember what my I, I, the narration in instructions said to do this in like a old timey announcer voice i don't remember what voice i used on that one actually uh there could have been a number i think i did two or three takes on it so it sound
1: sounds like um i imagine like a horse race track is kind of mm-hmm. what i hear um mm-hmm. i wrote play by play because okay it's it's also that yeah but it, it almost has the like cadence of a of like a, a like a like a horse or a dog racetrack like yeah, yeah. yeah. The cadence, but yeah, I just wrote play by play because it, the narrator detailing everything that's going on, and it's yeah, glorious. She said Chekhov's MedPod wrong, um which was yeah. really funny because it like it was kind of close, like it started with a C or at least the C sound, and mm-hmm. yeah. And then the other one I had was just cutting to to the the claw scene from Toy Story in the MedPod. Yeah, <laughs> like we can't show you this, and then and then it cuts to. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. because it's one of those where it's like it's funny because you're throwing toy story into this like dark alien movie but you're like it's kind of the same thing happening like a claw is reaching in and pulling up an alien (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah yep (laughs) uh
1: and then i i I guess the only thing i wanted to ask about was uh there's been a lot of ways to to sin exposition Mm-hmm. And this one was this droid voice that said "Activate exposition droid," and I guess is just wondering like what's the thought process behind that? Like- yeah,
0: Ian Ian says it's um it's because Holloway basically says "nice place," and David just vomits all the ways that this pod will eventually come in handy, totally unprompted, and uh, that's where his headspace was on that. Is <laughs> like you know activation activate exposition droid. I think I said it, and then they added effects to it afterwards to make it sound like it was a droid i believe uh on that but i tried my my best you know droid voice or whatever and then they just did i so i i gave them like three takes i did a droid voice on my own and then i did one that was just normal so that they could just put the effects over it um so yeah that's where ian's headspace was on that one uh daniel said this was a cool one to write on because it holds such a special place in the history of cinema sins i think both ian and i felt a duty to get this one right as possible and as funny as possible uh the movie itself is sort of wonderfully bad in a lot of ways like all the scientists who appear to be pretty bad at science and the character motivations don't seem to have a lot of depth but are also somehow poorly explained however there are a couple of good performances that stand out even though the story and script are lacking and there are a lot of scenes that are undeniably gorgeous to look at. I ultimately found the narrative disappointing, but still had fun rewatching the movie. As for the sins, Ian did a great job giving the Prometheus school of running away from things, all the grandeur it deserves. Uh, now, those are what, uh, what uh, Daniel had to input on his writing of Prometheus. Yeah
1: uh i think that'll do it for the content this week um so uh good stuff all around um i honestly don't have a sins video for the week that i enjoyed the most because i really liked them all so oh good oh good all right it was a very good week to be a cinema fan. so i'll take us to our next segment behind the sinner. so tell me about yourself we're
2: all sinners Every one of us. And what happens to sinners? Get to know each other better, you know? See, Daddy? (gasps) Sinners have soul, too. The information! It's too much! Walk away, Marge. Just walk away.
1: Uh, We got round two questions for you. So, is there a previously released Sins video that you wished you could have worked on? I mean, this is fun, too, because, like, you make the schedule. So, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you intentionally didn't assign yourself on whatever video you're going to pick.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say one that has not come out, but you know, we're going to do. So, I mean, there's no reason to keep it secret, but, and I think, I think this video came out well, I'm not saying I wanted to write on it to make it better. It's just that it would have been fun to be on Top Gun Maverick and I'm not a writer on Top Gun Maverick. Anytime there's a big movie, like something that made box office bucks or whatever, like a lot of box office bucks. I want to be on that one. Now I can't be on everything, but especially during this crunch that we just had, which from September to October was trying to get a lot of stuff done for the holidays and trying to get a lot of stuff done for the end of the year and trying to get a third video slipped in with the resends and everything. Mm -hmm. Once you do the schedule and you're like, well, which ones do I want out of all of this? And sometimes I put myself on stuff that I really don't want, actually. But that's one. I, I I feel like a duty a lot of times to be on the really big ones, but you kind of have to take yourself out of these things a lot of times. And so there have been many over the years, and I, that's just the most recent one. But there's a, there's a few other big ones I know I wasn't on, and so... So that, so those are a lot of times I'm sitting there. I think uh, there was a couple of like Spider-Man's that I wasn't on. I think I was, I was on no way home, but I have, I wasn't on like a couple of this, the spider Mans. So it's like, you really want to be on those a lot of times. You feel like a duty as, as uh, Jeremy and I are, are the, uh, the OGs on this to try to get on that. But Jeremy also have to split Jeremy's up with my, we can't all write on the same ones all the time and so on and so forth. Anyway, mm-hmm. All those big ones, and we're you know you're gonna see a Top Gun Maverick at some point, and just know that I wish I was on that one, uh, because it's a big, big movie, and there's so much stuff to 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 pick apart. Well, and an
1: undeniably great movie. So, like, yeah, why wouldn't you want to watch it three or four times? You know,
0: mm-hmm. exactly.
1: Um, what is a sins video that you're glad you didn't have to tackle, or a film that, if it gets scheduled, um, you hope that you don't get attached to?
0: uh there's none there's nothing that uh, i don't wish i was on um i can i can i can take really bad movies and i can take really great ones and it doesn't matter the, there's there's fun to be had and in, in the all the extremes i guess the, thung, the the ones that are in between are hardest to do but looking at the history of everything i guess the one that i'm glad i wasn't on was pete's dragon considering how much jeremy hated it so, so yeah, I mean, maybe I'm glad that I wasn't on Pete's dragon of all, of all movies. And that's the old one. We have, I don't think we've done the new one.
1: Okay. Uh, that'll take us to, th- uh, three sins in a lie. Um, so I have three options for you to pick from. Would you like to try to guess the, the false sin from 2012 okay. from the mummy? I don't know if it's the, uh, Brendan Fraser or Tom Cruise one
2: mm-hmm.
1: or ad Astra. Uh, let's do 2012. All right. So if you're new to the game, the way this works is I have four sins that were written by Joseph who's, uh, on discord and plenty of other sins places. And he's given four examples. One of them is a sin that he wrote, um, that is not in the video. Uh, and then the other three are from the video. Chris is going to have to get, uh, try to get the team in the win column. Uh, this is a team since team is 0 for three so far. Um, here's the, here's the redemption chance. Mm-hmm all right sin number one is hey that character recognized our main character that way we know he's important sin number two i'm sure glad this movie keeps reminding us what year it is in every scene or else i would just assume that every year is a new year and it would be 2156 by the time the movie is over sin number three oh shit i thought that this was the da vinci code for a second what the fuck is this again and Sid number four is, man, I bet this older kid is playing video games with his headphones on and hates this shit right now.
0: Pause. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are some tough ones for sure. 2012 uh, was a script that uh, Jeremy and I were on going through that one the one that feels like we didn't put it was the was the year one and just assume assume that the year would be 2156 by the end of it so that's the one that feels like we didn't write it
1: it was hey that character recognized our main character that Uh, was important
0: yeah that one that one feels so much like something we would write so i was i don't know 2156 i might i probably wrote that sin too man i don't remember <laughs> don't remember that so uh yeah
1: okay uh that's right we'll uh we'll get a chance next week um to to get another one i i'm confident that we'll get on the win column
0: sometimes oh eventually okay. yeah i mean there's a 25 percent likelihood that you'll get in the win column at some point that is true
1: and then for one last thing uh chris you got to be mad about something else uh, do you have a rant playing for us
0: uh probably people who are familiar with the rants in the syncast and thing know that i like to rant about uh driving quite a bit Mm -hmm. um driving and trash uh, yep yeah driving and trash and uh grocery store uh layouts i don't like those either but the most recent thing that's been happening a lot that i don't understand I hate it when I am in a lane that has an exit that's about to come up and there's someone behind me and I'm behind a bunch of other cars, but I'm giving a, you know, a proper amount of space between me and the other cars and the car behind me suddenly goes, I've got to pass. I've got to pass Chris right now. I've got to pass him. And like, they zoom up pass and then get over ahead of me. And I'm like, you do realize that you just sped up to pass me and get over into this lane just Mm -hmm. to be behind other cars that are going the exact same speed. Right. You do Mm -hmm. realize you just did that. Right. You realize that you didn't do anything by doing that. And people do it in real dangerous fashion. A lot of times, like most of the time it's like, that's just annoying. Like they just passed you and then got ahead and now they're, you know, now you're behind them and you're going the same speed and it doesn't really matter. But sometimes people do it when there's like, you know, merging lanes or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like there's a, that that happened recently where I'm just driving down a lane and uh, the, the lane in the right was merging over into mine. And the guy easily can just stay behind me, get in the left lane and pass. But no, he wants to make sure that he uses all of the remaining lane to pass me first because that's more important for some reason. And like they do it to, in a like real dangerous fashion a lot of times. So yes, this unnecessary passing, uh, bothers me quite a bit. Uh, it pisses me off. I'm just sitting there just mainly not so much that I've been wronged a lot of times, like just getting ahead of me doesn't wrong me. I'm just more annoyed at your, your strategy and your tactics and driving. Mm -hmm. what is the point of that the point of that is to get ahead of a car that's going slower than you but if there's no space after that then what's the point i feel like people are only watching 10 feet in front of them and that's it Mm -hmm. and they're just like this car that's in front of me is the cause of all my problems and there's like 100 cars ahead of that other car so like they, they get back and they get in front of the car that they wanted to get in front of and they're like whoa, wait a minute, why am I still going slow? Why am I still going to speed
1: I don't want to go? Uh, I'm feeling pretty happy today. I don't I don't know that I have anything to rant about. I kind of mm-hmm. ranted a couple weeks ago about uh, customer service at Keurig uh, <laughs> with Aaron. So well, I, I guess, I guess copy-paste. Uh, so that'll take us to Beyond the Sins.
2: To infinity and
0: beyond! Somewhere beyond my wild history.
1: To boldly go where no man has gone before. I don't have a guest, the goose lined up for you. Uh, it's been, haven't been a ton of things that I've been able to check out recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Chris, what is, I, I will get to something, but first, Chris, what is something you want to warn, wreck a warn or recommend?
0: Uh, recommend uh, the menu movie with uh, Annie Taylor, joy, uh, Nicholas Holt and uh, Ray Fines about going to a really exclusive restaurant on an Island uh, that Ray Fines runs and, it's inviting all the, the best people, the best, uh, the best foodies out there to this place. And they quickly find out that this is no ordinary special dinner that they're going to have because Ray fine seems to have a darker motive behind the whole thing. And if you've seen the trailers, you've seen, you know, parts where people are out outside and, and then people get hunted for sport and stuff like that uh, in the, in the thing. But uh that's not the that's not the whole of the movie like the movie is not about like hunting people for sport that's only a really small part of the movie. I really got in I got into the vibe of this thing quite a bit. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. the mood that it set. It's pitch black comedy. It's just there's so many things in here that are like they're just super dark and uh for those who uh have uh suicide triggers, there are a couple suicides in this movie so uh, keep that in mind uh when you get to it but um but uh, it's really interesting to see how the movie dissects all the different people who make uh going to a fine dining experience uh what it is like the critics and the people who are the money the money men and the people who watch uh food shows obsessively and things like that it has it has a lot to say about those those kind of people i think it's a really interesting thing to explore that in the middle of a big fine dining experience and everything. So I, I uh I really enjoyed it. So uh
1: well I haven't like I said really checked out anything since last recording um mm-hmm. other than um I finished watching Ted Lasso with my wife. Ah. I've seen it two or three times. And look, mm-hmm. I could tell you to watch Ted Lasso like every other person on the internet, but that's not like fresh or creative. Yeah or yeah yeah because it. it's it look it's the best show on TV Maybe tied with Barry, like it's one of the two, and there is mm. no, no mm. competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so who would have
0: thought two SNL alums would have the best shows uh, going? True. Sure. You know? so yeah.
1: So I'm just gonna recommend something that I've been feeling a lot recently because uh, I haven't yet done it on this show, uh, but Daniel and I talked about it a little bit last week and it wound up on the cutting room floor because it's legitimately my favorite movie of all time, and it's The Nice Guys. Uh, ah, yes. The nice Guys is great. It is not a typical favorite movie of all time pick but it's just so good and i like your clarification chris if i have two movies in front of me which one do i want to watch right now and it's the nice guys every single time Mm -hmm. it's it's got a great mystery it's the it's maybe the funniest movie i've ever seen yep Uh, and it gets funnier with every watching ryan gosling and russell crowe are both excellent and have great chemistry um angry rice is one of my favorite characters ever put on screen Um, this is margaret qualley's big intro yeah there's so much to love about this movie. It's currently streaming on Netflix too. So it's probably the most accessible it's ever been. Just put it on and have a good time. It's a seventies detective story, but it is just as much a comedy as it is a detective story. It's not more of a comedy. Get a couple friends, have a couple drinks. It'll be the best night of your life. Oh yeah. So, uh, well, that'll do it for this week. Uh, thanks again to Chris for hanging out. Appreciate your time as always. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, Anything you want to promote uh, before taking off?
0: Not at all. I don't have anything to promote, man.
1: Yeah. Well, even if there was a Twitter now, you know, I don't know that it's the right place to do it. So, the right <laughs> yep. time to do it, mm-hmm. but I'll still do it anyway. Uh, Twitter at uh, Schweikastle or Letterboxd at for me. Um, if you have feedback on the show, uh, positive, negative, I don't care. I just want your feedback. Uh, send it to either bts at cinemasins.com or d a dm or reply or something to at cinemasins bts on twitter it, things you would like to see things that you're like hey maybe we don't do this anymore fine whatever uh, i'm trying to make this your guys show hit me up what do you think uh and lastly don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you're listening from and come back next thursday for more behind the scenes content
0: thanks for listening send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe rate and comment find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com bts
1: hey guys i hope you enjoyed that episode and i hope you've been enjoying this season so far as well Obviously, this episode has come out on Thanksgiving Day for non-patrons and a day early for patrons. So, which means that we're having a normal episode this week. But because it is Thanksgiving, uh, we're looking to spend some time off uh, from the podcast a little bit for both myself as well as the Sins team. So, we won't have an episode next week. Instead, what we're going to do is in two weeks, we're going to come with all the content from the last two weeks video. But we won't have a longer episode. We won't just be covering two weeks worth of stuff. Uh, what we're going to be covering is the content, but essentially only the keeping tab. So, if there's something you really want to know... Make sure to send it to me. Uh, Put it in the Discord and tag me. You'll put it in the sinsvid channels and tag me at Schweikastle. Uh, Or go ahead and DM it to the CinemaSins BTS. Or go ahead and email BTS at cinemasins.com. And we can make sure we get your stuff in uh, to make sure it gets talked about. So we'll see you in two weeks. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy some time with your family. Enjoy the food. And we'll see you right back here in two weeks with two weeks worth of content. See you then. Bye. But normally I just get rid of duplicates.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean... For sure, you should. I I haven't for some reason. I just I just like I just like I'm, I'm. There's there may be a time that I need this extra collateral <laughs> beauty. Um <laughs> Welcome
1: to Beyond. Wow, that was awful start.
0: <laughs>
1: Good job, Aaron. Um, and and both of us could Google it right now, but we're not. So yeah, exactly. Um, so this is almost positively just going to end on the cutting room floor. So. <laughs> Like the, the Chippendales movie came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Not Chippendales, Chip and
0: Dale. Chip and Dale. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh but You just it, but put it, it like... in the universe, man. You just put it in the universe. <laughs>
1: they deserve to go to jail. Absolutely. Unless that's their plan because, you know, free meal and housing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big, big Lebowski fan. Oh, you take that back. Mm-hmm. You take Sorry, take that back. Take that back. It's, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said it's fine. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You, <laughs> just, you just said that. Uh, that'll take us to, I think I have my notes out of order here.